Are you an actor that's been away for a while? Are you thinking of jumping back in? Are you fearful that the profession has changed? Perhaps changed too much for you to make a go of it? Never fear. Today's episode is all about checking your fear at the door and jumping back into the acting talent pool. If you're contemplating getting back into acting, this episode will help you overcome those fears and turn them into a reboot return to acting. This is Casting Actors Cast, the podcast for actors from a casting director. Welcome to Casting Actors Cast, the podcast and video for actors. Each week, we provide practical, useful information to advance your craft and your career in the business of show. And now, here's your host, Casting Director Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello and welcome to this episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm casting partner Jeffrey Dreisbach with the McCorkle Group in New York. How are you? Thank you so much for tuning in. This is that moment where I get to shout out and say thanks. And listen, this is another shout out for Actors Connection. If you haven't checked out Actors Connection, I encourage you to do so. ActorsConnection.com slash New York for classes, workshops, all things professional actor. And you'll be able to work with professionals. There's some free stuff there. ActorsConnection.com slash New York. Shout out to my friends, Colleen and Tony. So let's jump into the subject at hand. I really want to talk to those of you out there who have been away from acting for a while. Um, And there are many, many reasons. And I've heard this a lot recently in some of the classes. In fact, I've taught some classes at Actors Connection rather recently. And the comment was, you know, I'm just getting back into it after raising my kids. Or I was a lawyer for 25 years and I realized my dream was always to be an actor. I've heard that one more than once. Isn't that interesting? I find that so interesting. And so I get that all the time. And then I also, whenever I hear someone saying that to me, I really want to get back into it, but it's been a while. Oh, here's another one. I've gotten a lot of credits when I was acting and then I left. Now I want to come back in. At that moment when someone says that to me, there's always this look on their face like, is it too late? Is this going to be a problem? Um, I'm afraid that maybe things have changed so much now that maybe all of those past credits that I've received are going to be worthless now for people to take a look at and maybe want to work with me. I hear all of that. And I just want to be very, very reassuring to you <laughs> that these are the The thoughts that I have about returning to acting if you've been away from it for a while. And so I want you to take these to heart because I think once you really um, intellectualize this a little bit, you can take some of that fear and kind of push it to the side a little bit. As I explain to you all of the areas that I think should be considered before you jump into that pool. But let me just tell you, uh, you know, I'm putting myself ahead of it, but I have an optimistic message. I have a positive message by the end of this. So uh, I want you to be reassured. Um, So that was sort of a spoiler alert. (laughs) All right, let's take a look at some of these thoughts that I have about acting 
or more importantly, coming back into acting after being away for a while. First, acting is an ageless profession. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Characters are being written in film and in television and in plays. They're written for all ages, all demographics, races, backgrounds, you name it. So there is definitely a place for any actor at any age. I'm not kidding you. So just because you feel, oh, I'm of a certain age and there are not that many roles written for me, hang on, hang on. Why are you starting from a defeatist point of view? Take a look at those amazing new scripts that are going on out there. If you've been binging anything for the past couple of years, you've seen really interesting stories being written by really interesting writers uh, and really interesting characters. So please do not start off on a negative. Please open up to the fact that all kinds of roles are being written, and chances are there's going to be something for you in that arena. So think about that. All right, let's move on. My second point. Even though the logistics might be different, acting is still acting. Now, when I'm talking about logistics, yes, it's true. We're doing a lot of self-tape. In fact, almost all first-round auditions, whether it be theater, film, or television, most of those are through Actors Access, or most of those are for requests and self-tapes. In other words, I would write to an actor and say, here's the script, here's the scene, could you put it on a self-tape? Or I would do that through Actors Access, or through Backstage.com. So... Being comfortable enough to be able to have a setup with your cell phone, being able to shoot yourself well. And you know what, guys? I've done so many podcasts on putting together a really good self-tape audition. I'm going to invite you to please, please, please do yourself a favor and check some of those things out, will you? Because those are the logistical changes that are different. Now, what I am seeing is that callbacks are done in person more often now than not. So although first round auditions might be a Zoom audition or might be a self-tape, callbacks are oftentimes done in person. Something to think think about, something to look forward to, I think. So no matter what, acting is still acting. You're still given a script, sides, you're still given a play or film, whatever it is. You're still given audition scenes that you need to work out, figure out. But acting is still acting. And so that has not changed. Logistics, yes. Acting, no. Third, here's the question I have for you. If you're thinking about getting back into the profession, if not now, when? (laughs) Was that too harsh? (laughs) I hope not. It's just simply a matter of having a plan. It's simply a matter of thinking it through. If I do do this, what does that entail? Am I going to kind of freak out and try and figure it out? Am I going to take some action? Am I going to find out what are actors doing now to get auditions, representation, um, putting a self-tape together, picture and resume, all of those things that you know already. That really hasn't changed. Yeah, there have been some adjustments here and there, but nothing 
so far afield, so grand in scope that it's going to throw you or take you out of any kind of consideration. So think it through. If not now, when? All right, number four, or this is my fourth explanation. I would like you to embrace confidence-building tasks for your new launch into the acting profession. So embrace confidence-building tasks simply means do those things that are going to help you feel more comfortable and more confident as you re-enter the profession. For example, classes. You know what? I don't care what anybody says. There's always a place for you to be in a class. I don't care where you are as an actor in your profession or in your career. Having an acting teacher, having a class that you can go to on a regular basis, constantly learning and staying fresh with what's going on is so valuable, is so important. Now, I know it costs some money to do that, but I also know it's an investment in you. So taking classes, taking workshops, getting into a performance group. There are many performance groups out there. Even re- there's regional theaters, there's, there's community theaters, there's school programs. Any kind of a performance group is a good positive step to think about um, joining up, jumping in. Um, that's really going to help you, I think, feel much more confident and more secure. So when you do those confidence-building tasks, you're going to be more prepared and you're going to have the right frame of mind into entering the profession. All right, number five, reevaluate your tools. Now that makes perfect common sense, doesn't it? Because if you have a picture um, and a resume and they're really, you know, 10 years old and you want to re-enter the profession, then clearly you're going to need to freshen up those tools. Now, I get this question all the time. If my resume has passed credits, but they're so old, they're not really, they don't help much. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to filter those credits. If there are roles that you could still be cast in, those are important credits. If there are people that you've worked with that are in a, in the profession still, maybe they've made more of a name for themselves. And so working with that other professional, that's a good thing to have on your resume. The only thing to omit from your resume is something that ages you out of being cast in that now. But I don't want you to omit it. I want you to put it in another place on the resume. In other words, you could have a place underneath your current credits, and though they might not seem current, they're current because they're castable now. The way to do that is to simply say, past roles. Name of the role, name of the production, the, the theater that you were at, the, the, the film that you did, who was the director, where was that project done? Those are all really helpful pieces of information. So retooling your resume just a little bit. By the way, I do not recommend you putting an explanation sentence or two. Having raised four kids and a family and a divorce, I'm now ready to start acting again. That's not that helpful to me, frankly. What is helpful to me is for me to see that you know where you are at. 
And so you've done these roles, you've accomplished this amount of work. There's no reason whatsoever for you to apologize for that. Obviously, new pictures, you look differently, your sensibilities are different. So make sure that you take a look at what are the current trends for good pictures. Suffice it to say that anything posed in your headshot is not a good idea. Something that really gives me a sense of who you are. I know you've heard this word before, but gives me your essence. That's really, really a good thing. Perhaps there's a photo that kind of catches you in a way that puts you in a really good light where I get a lot of information about you from that picture. Now, here's an additional thing that I don't think a lot of actors think about when they come into the profession, uh, your availability. What are the constraints in terms of entering the acting profession? You might have a, a, a part-time job or that you need to be you know, kind of obligated to. And so that might limit some of those options out there. But you really need to take a look at what is your availability? What are the restrictions? Are you able to go out of town and do a regional theater project? Are you able to get cast in a feature film? That means you have to go out of town to be on location somewhere. Are you able to swing that? Um, logistics there are really important that you've worked out beforehand so they don't become something that takes you out of the running if you start getting nibbles, if you start getting closer to some of those projects. Something to keep in mind, I think. Um, so let's move on to number six. I would like you to consider, as you're coming back into the profession, I think you should have and create an official launch date for yourself. Make it an event. Let friends know. Let other professionals in the industry know. Um, anybody from your past that you might have worked with, um, reaching out through social media or email or guess what? Even snail mail, sending out a postcard saying back at it or back in the profession or jumping back in or however you want. Be clever. Have some fun with it. But have an official date where those things that you've been working on assembling and putting together, those tools, those marketing things, your picture, your resume, your website, uh, your demo, all of that stuff is in a place ready to go at the appropriate time. It's really exciting that way. And you can build up some excitement on your own by simply reaching out and making those contacts um, vital and open up again. All right, seventh. I mentioned this earlier in terms of putting your resume together, but uh, too many times in my experience, um, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> actors that are entering the profession again, too many times I see the actor sort of apologetically explaining themselves. And I just don't feel that there's a need that you need. To, I just don't feel you need <laughs> to explain yourself. I don't need your background. I need to know where you are now and do you fit and fulfill the vision of what I'm looking for now. The resume is something that I look at to know that if I give you or help you to the next level, like a callback, or I promote you in front of a producer or director to book the job, can you show up on the set and deliver the goods? Could you take that regional theater job and jump right in without apology? You see, it's in that apology that I think weakens the actor whose talent is still there. 
who still has the ability to make it happen for themselves, who knows how to break down a script the right way, who knows how to make really fun, interesting choices, or whatever is demanded of the role. Feeling sorry or approaching it in an apologetic way just weakens you tremendously. Now, having said that, Obviously, if a director or a producer or a casting director says to you, I want to know a little more about your background, I want to know a little bit more about how you got here, then of course that's opening up and inviting you to share your experience, in which case I would do it, but I would not do it apologetically whatsoever. Um, I took some time off, I had this great experience, I loved every minute of it, I'm now really just jumping, chomping at the bit to, to jump back in. See, that to me is exciting and is positive, and it doesn't diminish your life experience, but it does enhance your professionalism when you share it in that way. Eight, here's a suggestion. Make it a fun research project to become current with industry trends. What have you been binging over the past couple of years during COVID? What platforms have you been watching? What shows have you been looking at and saying to yourself, oh, you know what, I could do that show. I could play that part. <laughs> Come on, don't tell me you haven't done that. And so if you make it fun for yourself, instead of being frustrated, instead of going, why didn't I and why should I and how could I and you know all those shoulda, woulda, couldas, stop that. Just make it a fun project for yourself. Write down the show that you like. Make sure you look up who the casting director is for that production. Make sure you make a note of the director of that production. In other words, once you can have fun, treat it like a research project. It's going to slowly start shifting your way of thinking and start helping you to feel much more like you are a peer and a professional, and one who is deserving of some of those projects that are out there. So simply making it a fun research project to become current with industry trends puts you in a much more confident and comfortable position. Number nine. This is important, I think, but it's valuable for you, in my view, to move at a steady pace and do not rush it. Um, getting excited about coming back as an actor and kind of jumping in and understand slow and steady wins the race. Understand that desperation never works. The person who's prepared, the person who's put it together, the person who's laid out a plan and starts to execute that plan in a methodical, non-emotional way is always the person that's going to find reward. And let me just sneak this in there. Reward happens sooner rather than later. It really does. So the right headspace can make the difference between frustration and exhilaration. Number 10. This is my last statement that I want to make about all of these. This is the 10 statements that I was thinking about for those actors who are interested in getting back into it if they've been away for a while. Number 10, I want you to stay excited. You know, you probably got excited about wanting to be an actor some time ago. That would be my guess. That certainly was my experience. 
What made you want to be an actor in the first place? If you're coming back into the profession, I want you to get back in touch with what that was. Connect to that energy and that excitement. Let that be a motivating reason for you to be here now. Make sense? So the short way to say it is just simply stay excited because there's a lot out there for you if you can embrace some of these concepts, I think. So if you can imagine um, a world in which there are opportunities that are out there for you and you can embrace those opportunities because you've planned and you've prepared, you're going to be in great shape. If you can manage expectations and follow these suggestions I've made, then there is no reason why the transition back into acting can't be exciting and rewarding. It is only when we allow ourselves to become disillusioned or, oh, here's a good word, squeamish, we then allow defeat to creep in. Find out what works best for you and then jump in. Okay? The water's fine. <laughs> I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach. This has been Casting Actors Cast. It's been great having you in our talent pool today. Your support means the world to us, so please consider sharing, liking, and reviewing this episode wherever you jump in. I'm Megan Grace Martinez. Thanks.